go. Let's go, Rodeo Rock Radio. We cannot do it without our partners this week, brought to you by our collaborative partners and sponsors like Project Canine Hero, changing the world. Dickinson State University Rodeo Team, one of the best in the nation. Great college, great university. CKC Oil Field Services, contracting. Wix Cattle Company, thank you so much, everybody. Benny Paulson Bucking Bulls, of course. Bucking some bulls and bucking them well. Got some for sale pretty quick. Gus Kronberg is on the road, being a professional bullfighter, doing what he does. We're going to make up for it, though. Well, it is a pretty special day at the T2 Ranch Studios. Picked up a hitchhiker in town today on his way back to Montana from the PBR in Bismarck. A gentleman by the name of Flint Rasmussen. Flint, thank you so much for stopping in. How Richard, the heck? Richardton. Richardton. Richardton, North Dakota. I got to say, first, I've driven by yeah. Richardton, home of the Raiders, by the way. That's keeping that score. Is That's my, I have a passion about mascots you know that yeah i know You've we've seen, yeah. been through this a few times yeah i had to holler at you last <laughs> night the killdeer cowboys Couldn't how did i not know that yeah the greatest mascot of all times but however we did learn we learned that the beach is the buccaneers correct but i had some friends tell me they should be the balls the beach balls the ah. beach bums <laughs> beach the ba- boys. oh yeah the boys <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's funny that's funny and i think i heard you say belfield bantams and Belfield Bantams. I think they consolidated to something See, else. See, that's got me in Montana. Small towns. Too, yeah. they've all the consolidations have screwed me up on the. It makes it. Tough. I used to know them all in Montana. Yeah, we have great ones in Montana too. The Chinook Sugar Beaters, Savage. The Savage. Uh, the. Well, how do you make a mascot for a, the town of Savage? Well, I mean, the town itself is it, a mascot. Actually. Um, Hot Springs, Montana, in western Montana, used to be the Savages, and they changed it oh. to the Savage Heat. Or, so, you know, they make everything PC now, which, whatever. I, you so know. complicated. It is. The, yeah. the world's complicated. So It is indeed. Um, in case you're one of the three people in the world that does not know who Flint Rasmussen is, <laughs> Flint is the voice and the face of the PBR and rodeo in general. He's been the entertainer for how long have you been doing this? <clears throat> I have been, I'll tell you, the first rodeo I ever worked was in the, this is going to age me. Yeah, we shouldn't talk it's about going, this. It was in the summer of 1987. That, and so, I don't know if it counts as been doing it that long, because it was kind of my, then it turned into sort of my summer job in college. Okay. I taught school for a couple of years, and uh, I would say full-time, this is my only job, only source of income since about 1996. Pro rodeoing started in around then. Yeah, I bought. I joined the PRCA in 1994. Mm-hmm. Did my five PRCA rodeos along with a bunch of Montana NRA rodeos and some others. Despite and then, not helping feed and clean pens and stuff. That's how that's, good Flint Rasmus. That's right. He that's, didn't have uh, to clean. That's clean. right. I forgot you were in on that conversation. <laughs> Old Dale Small. Small rodeo company in Montana. Yeah, yeah. My dad worked for him forever, and he said, you know, I'd like to hire Flint, but he just don't sort sort stock and feed in the morning. And my dad said, well, then you better not plan on him because he ain't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flint has made an awesome career of not having to do that because he is a great entertainer. I got to watch him last night at the PBR in Bismarck, the Unleash the Beast Tour. Was good, wasn't it? Fantastic bull riding. Wow. 
just the you throw in Chad Berger's good hard bucking bulls and the guy top thirty five guys in the world and those guys look good. Yeah, I mean you're a you were a great bull rider and you know good bull riding and I'd look up at you in the crowd and we'd give it the shake our head. Jose, like, Jose what did Vito the young kids say? SMH, shake my head. We'd give it the it's like wow, holy crap, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It, it was amazing. That Jose is so cool and uh, yeah, it was a great bull riding. Uh, second one with the crowd this year. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did about a month and a half of stuff closed set. Yeah. We had a really cool closed set in Las Vegas. PBR is revolutionizing with, pro sports. There's no doubt. Yeah, and kind of we, you know, I watch an NBA game right now and an NHL mm. game, Ouch. basketball and hockey on the TV, and it looks just like what we did in Vegas first. I mean, not that it's a contest, but in a sense, uh, credit. And I've given him credit. Without a revenue coming in and everybody taking pay cuts, our CEO, Sean Gleason, pretty much he wrote out a blueprint for how to do this. I've been tested for this virus nine times everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. Get the big Q-tip up the nostril. And I don't know what it is about North Dakota, but it was awful. Really? It was, yeah. Apparently, they needed to spin it around and dig it a little more. To, you sure, know, you it's you so contagious pissed. that they had to spin it. <laughs> and this was true. She put it clear up there. And I know her name it was Alicia was her name because I asked her because I told her I hated name. her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she had to, and then she starts spinning this big Q-tip up in my sinus counting. I said, what? She said, we got to spin it 10 times to get a good sample. Wow. Well. I thought I could just touch you and you get Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. This is so contagious. So that was awful. But I'm 0 for 9 or 9 for 9. Congratulations. Whatever. Thank Way you. Way to go. Yeah. Uh, they sent some guys home, though, this weekend. Yeah, we had a one, one guy test positive, so they sent him and his traveling partner home. And the thing is, when PBR gets somebody test positive, it's not a big panic because they have a plan laid out of how then they contact trace or whatever and go back. And Otherwise, it would have been shut down a month ago. Yeah. So well done, Gleason. Hope, hopefully, it's working, and we'll, we'll go again. We're going to Guthrie, Oklahoma next week, and we'll get tested again. And so, what you do so. mostly is interact with the crowd, yeah. the in-house crowd. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of TV stuff. How was it doing shows without a crowd or with well, no crowd? I did. I didn't even get to do my regular job. I I was um, uh, our ride pass, our streaming network. I did some commentary, mm-hmm. color commentary, analysis of rides, but more my take on it i think you know we had for the most part it was matt west one of who missed this week because he tested positive at home so luke kaufman stepped so in luke and kaufman awesome. stepped in yeah musician so uh, great yeah luke's a great musician and a, that's the first time i really heard him announce yeah, was great this boy. Event he's a, did great he's like a savant yeah guy. just good and, at whatever uh, he does but uh, Matt West, Colby Yates, who is a great PBR rider, and myself. And we, musician also. And another musician. Yeah. yeah. All these guys. Yeah. Cool. So we did that. But I brought, I tried to bring a little, you're, you're a streaming network. You're not CBS. So you can bring lighter stuff. So I'd do song lyrics and names of bulls. And I brought a little different. But I've been watching bull riding a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen as many bull rides as anybody. And I think I can break it down. I know what to look for and little subtle things that I see from my angle in the arena for all these years. And I think I brought something to it. Man, You're a savant as well. I'm a savant. Everything, yeah. everything. Or autistic. Does. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Potato, potato. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Speaking of song lyrics, that's actually why Flint is here. We'll get to that later. We uh, got a little special thing we're working on. Um, but 
I kind of grew up with Flint. We started, I started pro rodeoing about the same time you started yeah. doing pro rodeos. And, How old are uh, you? We don't, that's inconsequential. Okay. Well, you got great. How much do you weigh? You got a great mane. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm a one, that. I'm about 165. <laughs> I'll not, tell you what I weigh. You're not supposed to answer that. Now oh, I have yeah, to tell yeah, you how old no, I am. How old are you? Bro? I'm in my 40s. Oh, okay, good. Not far into them, but yeah. Um, getting up there, but I mean, we look great. So, well, there's, I, I, every day I look in the mirror and think, I look good. I mean, <clears> real good. good. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> hey, everybody, come look at me. <laughs> I holler. Yell to the masses. Come yeah. look at it. Yeah. So one thing about you know, I've seen I've seen you do your thing a thousand times, maybe I don't know. Yeah. And I never got sick of it, but you get a little complacent because when you're riding, when I was riding, of course I'm focused on not dying and I'm scared all yeah. the time. So I didn't really ever really right. watch your stuff. I always knew it, but last night I was like taking notes because as a musician now, you're doing what I need to do. And hmm. I really appreciate that. I like appreciated it more than I ever have huh. because I'm trying to connect with the crowd like you right. do, trying to get the crowd to feel like, like the girl from Mandan last night that I think was mad at you coming had, into it. Uh, yeah. Her, her dad set her up. Well, just like That's I right. joked with him that you fit right in, in this country, dad, you told your daughter, she should be mad at me. Yeah. But right. <laughs> they were, they, I did a pretty funny bit for man the day before did you hear that yeah was, you explained it yeah I well it was it. so i set it up and it's kind of funny because i have a microphone so i'll do it for you so cool. so the Let night before more here. The, <laughs> the night before i said to the announcer i think the key to like what i do a lot of people talk to me about oh you get out there and tell jokes and i always say i don't tell jokes i do comedy i you know take mm-hmm. something you can relate to so i said man i was sitting in my hotel room there at the Radisson and I was on the Disney channel and the lion King came on and you know, I don't know if it was a local feed. I don't know, but this, the script that the script of the movie just didn't seem the same. <laughs> and you know, then I, of course I giggle cause I know I'm being smart, sarcastic. Yeah. Oh really? You know, on the, announce, it's still an interaction with the announcers. And they said, really what I said, well, it was the scene where Simba gets up in the morning and wakes up his dad who's laying amongst his 10 wives, of course. <laughs> and they go to Pride Rock and he says, Simba, everything that the light touches is what we rule and everything you can see. And he says, well, Papa, what about out there? You must never go there. That is the shadows. Well, what's out there, Papa? Mandan. <laughs> <laughs> so the people, so for people listening, of course, Mandan's across the river from Bismarck. And yeah, yeah. so the Mandan people didn't know, they laughed and they, they went, ah, whoa, wait a whoa, second. Hey, oh, 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 hey. <laughs> so anyway, it was funny. So, so at the beginning so, of the show, they were, the, oh, the girl made a sign, Mandan Rocks. Mandan That's Rocks. Right. And PDR, she looked kind of yeah. mad because I was right well, across the arena. People, from her. you'd be mad too if you lived in Mandan. Touché. No, touche. Touche. They no, knew you were joking, but they did. I think it's they were a little sport. bit, they're proud of Mandan. Yeah, so she Mandan was, is a pretty great So team. she got a nice Montana Silversmiths buckle. Got the fan of the night. Because she was my Cooper Tire fan of the night. And That's the right. look on her face, hey, she how was about that? so proud. That it made just, my night. It was awesome. Um, she was just like the most proudest Mandan person and in, in the world. It was kind of cool because a lot of, when you're talking about connecting with the crowd, you know, a lot of what I do, I'll go into the crowd. Mm-hmm. Climb the fence, go Used up to, to the anyways. top. And I'm with those people and we're... I can't break that plane of the fence. So it's harder. But with that little girl, that nice buckle in the case came 
behind her. I Surprised said, her, on yeah. the first day of school, you wear this, and that. There was. the lady handed her that buckle. Couldn't and have been she, time perfectly. Uh, was that made my night? That was awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that made my yeah. night too. We were that everybody cool. smile. Everybody had a smile on their face. Yeah, just so that happy. was fun. It was good, and that. And that's what you do, and that's so awesome, and that's what um, I was taking notes on. And Well, I will tell you this, that a lot of people ask me, like, what rodeo clowns were your heroes? What were Who'd you look up to in establishing a style? And I knew rodeo clowns. That's why I kind of got dared to do it, because I used to kind of spout off about how I thought I could do better. Mm-hmm. But I didn't look at rodeo clowns. I remember... And you might remember this too. Remember the very first Garth Brooks special that was on NBC in about 1992 or 93. And he did a special. It was the first ever TV special with a guy just doing a concert and they showed behind the scenes. And I'll never forget. He went up in the top row and he said, I come up here a lot. And I think to myself, how can I make the show special for this person in this seat Hmm. in the farthest away seat? And then I watched the show and he just, he Garth Brooks revolutionized really country music performing for sure, and it was always you do know where he got a lot of his inspiration. Uh, Chris Ledoux, Chris Ledoux, mm-hmm. that's right. Yep, and he he's, worn out tape of Chris Ledoux. He says women it. in bad boots. He says yes. he stole he stole his energy in the fire from Chris Look at Ledoux. Chris show. Ledoux, who rides a bucking machine like a bareback rider in a show, right? And awesome. man, he had flip. Remember, Chris had pyro and oh, jumping so yeah, around. And it's yeah. all just Gar stole that. Yeah, it, it's just revolutionary. It's developed. And so I how never. Did, how did what was his deal for connecting? With well, the, it I just see. was a way that he would go out in the crowd. He'd swing on ropes, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and really make eye contact with those people. And I think it was musicians that I probably connected with the most because cool. that's probably what I'm doing now is my was my avenue to be a rock star. How's that? But you okay. see, we use a lot of music and you see, we get people singing along and really you when you watch my performance, it's more like a, a music performer than anything. Your freaking probably. dance moves. I shouldn't even say this to your face, but your dance moves are awesome. Like you're I'm, a great dancer. You know, I still got some moves. It just hurts worse. You saw me get out of my car today. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I had to go. Oh, I had to go help oh, him. I, like, like <laughs> you need a motorized cart. <laughs> you, no, I need somebody like Dorothy with the Tin Man. Do, 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 get <laughs> the get me greased up here. Yeah. Well, and because you put everything into your performance every single night, you're dancing around, and I can see why you're so people you're pay. People pay to get in, that's especially in this. Right now, people, Bismarck was amazing, half capacity, but they were ready to party. They've mm-hmm. been locked up too long. But For sure. in today's world, people have way too many things to do with their dollar that are instant uh, gratification, gratification, you know. entertainment. And so we're you got to be sure and do it. We're yeah. competing with that stimuli mm-hmm. that is constantly That's at right. the fingertips. So you, yeah, you got to you got to show up. And when mm-hmm. we're when our main tour is going, when you go to a place like Madison Square Garden in New York City. Mm-hmm. Those people, if they're in Madison Square Garden, you're coming to see one of the greatest shows in the world. That's just the rules. Yeah. You you walk five blocks and you're at a Broadway show. So you can't just come out and do traditional. I, I, I hate to say that. I always th- like to think that's why I have the job, because I can entertain the people in Bismarck, North Dakota or New York City. And, and if you think those shows are the same you're crazy for sure. It's a completely different. So, and that you have yeah. to identify that. And yeah, I was saying yeah. that last night. How much, how much research do you do? How much uh, asking around to know what yeah. to talk to? I mean, there was a few things last night bit. that I'm like, you must have done some pretty heavy research yeah. here. High school mascots, I do for sure. They, 
and I didn't do it as much. He used to pick up the newspaper and there was a time at Bismarck PBR. And the big thing was they were stealing everybody's tailgates off their pickup in Bismarck. And I joked about that and read the article. And then somebody brought me a tailgate and I packed it out into the arena. And, <laughs> but that breaks the ice with, for sure, with the fans. Yeah. They, they feel like you've become part of their community. And that means a lot to small Small town people, not as much like in a New York City, Chicago, oh. because they read about their cities on the news every day, mm-hmm. kind of, if that makes sense. But when you go to like a Billings, a Bismarck, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, even though, you know, a Sioux Falls is the biggest city in South Dakota, it's ultimately a small town. Bismarck, the capital of North Dakota, it's a small town. Mm-hmm. And so they appreciate when you know things, when you know that it's Century High School and Bismarck High School and whatever all the schools are and the University of Mary Marauders and the go down the road and it's the Dickinson High School midgets. You know, they love that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. And that's what makes yeah. what makes a successful endeavor. Um, so speaking of being a rock star, <laughs> and you are a rock star, I, that's one of the things I do remember. I remember, my, I think my favorite Flint act was when you did Dead or Alive was one of the songs oh, yeah. you sang with the sing. Michael Jackson. A lot of people, when I sing Bon Jovi, they think Bon Jovi's there, actually. I don't think it's been mistake. I don't think anybody thinks that, buddy. I mean, I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not oh, gonna not give you accolades when you deserve them. But steel horse I ride. Bon Jovi's pretty good. Yeah, at what he does. Pretty, he's done okay. I'm not saying you're bad. I mean, no, he John John and the gang they've yeah. done pretty well. That's the reason why that you sing that song good enough instantly when I got a hold of this song that we'll talk about shortly. Mm-hmm. It was that I'm like Flint can freaking sing. I've heard him and, sing Bon Jovi. I don't know. I sing, I do weddings and funerals, yeah, you yeah. know, once in a while. It's been a while sing with my brother and sister, but I never know if I'm good singer. high school. I was in, I think that's my combination of why I've been successful at my job. I was a, I was a pretty good athlete. I was an all state football player and track guy, but I was also in the all state choir. And in the school musical, you know, so it's so you created, put the effort out. Yeah. And yeah. it's created a stage presence. And I don't know when I stepped out on stage and still to this day, it's probably the most comfortable part of my day, the most relaxing part of my day, the most peaceful, because that's where I'm comfortable. It's where I'm supposed to be. So before we get into that, I got a, um, a thought here. So people think that when you step into the arena, uh, I'm, I'm assuming anyways, people think that, oh, it's just an easy job. He just goes out there and he's funny. But yeah. how much were, so that everything you did, you've been successful with. You you were a good choir athlete, but it didn't just happen. How much effort, oh, obviously yeah. you got to train and practice, but to do what you do and to start, especially when you started, how much time did you put into planning your acts to all that? Um, well, the first thing I had going for me, my dad was a rodeo announcer and he, so my whole, my mom always says I grew up watching rodeo from the steps of an announcer stand. Mm-hmm. So I watched rodeo never as a paying customer. I watched it from behind the scenes. I can, I get frustrated sometimes because I wear a little IFB and my production boss can talk to me in my ear and they don't say much. They'll tell me when commercials are coming up, but mm-hmm. randomly and quite often I need to talk to him if he's listening, he'll say, He's about to not cut it off. He's about to not, or oh, he's pulling his rope. Well, guess what? I grew up watching bull riders take their rap. I know, you know. and, and different riders. Yeah. I know when it's Silvano Alves, I have a little time got an extra when five it's JB Mooney step back. Cause he's going to be ready. He's not now. So 
I, I've grown up knowing timing. That's a big part of my job. So sometimes bosses that it, like, yeah. I'll say, Hey, I've been doing this 30 years, back it off, you yeah. know? Um, but I think I have a lot of parents or people come up, I'm a screw off. I'm funny. I can do your job. I want to do your job. Well, mm-hmm. what do you know about bull riding? What do you know about rodeo? Well, not much. Well, you're going to die out there. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Yeah. So I think I grew up with that. I remember my dad saying, Hey, never, never go out and tell a joke or be funny when somebody's hurt. Never go out when an animal might be hurt, you know, heaven forbid. It's not funny. And it's not something you need to cover up. That's a serious moment. I remember my dad talking to me about that. So I learned on the go. Timing is everything. Yeah. And Mm. then it just developed. And I think what happens, a lot of guys now starting in this business, they go one year to a bunch of small rodeos in Montana and say, okay, I'm ready to go to Reno. I'm ready to go to Red Bluff. I'm Mm -hmm. ready to go to Cheyenne. I want to be a pro now. What do I got to do? Well, I did NRA rodeos, amateur rodeos in Montana for five, six years before I even thought about it. Because- I just, I didn't have big goals. I just was having fun and Mm -hmm. come to find out I was perfecting, cleaning it up, so to speak, tightening things up and making it. So here we are. Yeah. So you kind of revolutionized also the, the entertainment, I think anyways, of, I mean, you change it up from just the traditional acts to Mm -hmm. more integrated. I don't even know what. And I think, I think rodeo clown, I think there's a mistake. A lot of guys that a rodeo clowns are making that they don't need those traditional rodeo acts. Now I did acts. They were geared towards what my talents were, but okay. it was still an eight, nine minute act, yeah. but I had a piano act and an Elvis oh, act. So it took what it. I was good at, but rodeo needs that. But I also, the dancing thing now, when people hire a rodeo clown, they want them to dance. Hey, dance to the music. Well, because of you, that wasn't so much by design for me. That was by, Somebody, they started playing music at rodeos and that's just what I do. That was just what I was good at. Yeah, yeah. So now when, you know, you go to the NFR and the boss, Sean Davis, he's got a barrel man out there. He says, hey, before the bull ride and go out there and dance for the crowd. Well, <laughs> Cody Sosby. Yeah. <laughs> Sosby dance, and Cody. Hodges, they're not good dancers, no. you know, they're great guys and they're great clowns, but that's not Funny. their thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's just what I did. Yeah. That was, that was just me. So huh. I hope. I don't know if I've revolutionized anything, but I will say this. I hope, and this is a conscious hope, that I have raised the bar or the standard to what people want out of someone entertaining them at a rodeo. You've made if everybody better. Yeah, you yeah. They have to. They're, yeah. yeah. No, that's so. awesome. That's a big deal when you think about it. Yeah. And so that's I hope a, so. Yeah. It's a big accomplishment in life, and congratulations. Oh, well, thanks. And good yeah. job. Thanks. I'm and so you proud too, of you. From old worn-out bull riders. <laughs> But you guys have done well with your music. Yeah. You're breaking eight. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, I dive, I dove into that not knowing the first thing about it. So I've had to work hard. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're learning. Some of my guys in my band are kind of, are, they're veterans of the game, but just to learn the songwriting thing, like we're trying to do now to finish this song. How about us it's, sitting here rewriting verses and, and yeah. I've never have, but I've learning. I've just learned in the couple times you and I've sat down, it's it's kind of cool. Yeah. I feel like you have made me a better songwriter already just a little bit mm. of time. I think working on this there together. We well, fun. I'll send you an invoice on that. And Yep, please do. <laughs> please do. And I'll write you an IOU. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's as yeah. good as money. It, it sure is. Yeah. So speaking of this song, let's let's get into it, huh? Okay. So yeah. uh, here a while back, an old guy by the name of Terry Richardson. Um, I found this song. He he came came to me and Gus Kronberg, who is kind of my partner in the 
Rodeo Rock Radio here. Wanted a music video, and it's a song about bullfighters. It's a tribute mm-hmm. to bullfighters and rodeo clowns. And I immediately thought, I got, I want to do this. I want to pay tribute to my my bullfighters that have saved my life because yeah. I rode bulls for 15 years, and uh, I want to honor them. And I want none other than Flint Rasmussen to <laughs> also help out doing it. Yeah, my my hero and many people's heroes, and just done so much for the sport. But in my opinion, bullfighters don't get the credit they deserve for what they yeah. do. And you don't either. Just well, because of the, the work. I mean, you, you're you're super well known, but I don't think you get credit for the amount of effort you put in and what you've been through to get to where you're at I and to do that. what you've yeah. done for the sport. I mean, you've, you've been a major part of taking rodeo and bull riding, and now it's in Madison Square Garden. Now it's right. on televised national TV, and I think without Flint Rasmussen, mm. I don't think it would be I where didn't. it is. I need to raise, I think. I'll send you an invoice for but, that. And you know, here's what's fun. You know, you send me a, a, a link to uh, the old guy who wrote this song, and it's about rodeo clowns, yep, yep. bullfighters. And it was just, like you said, kind of a waltz, kind of a, and it had about painting your face, and you and I take it, and we've rewritten it a little. I mean, all him that it's still the, melody, the same. It's still the same, kind of to fit you as a little bit yeah, as well. Yeah. Well, what you have, uh, you were writing some things because you know what bullfighters always meant to you. Yep. And then I looked at some verses where it's more of the personal stuff, yep. and I tweaked it because I know what means something to me. It's sort of like you understand why somebody who's heartbroken mm-hmm. can sing such a good love song. Because you you look at this piece of paper and it's got to touch you in some way, and you and I have tweaked it to where it's that that's what I think. We've say wait you know I you know a verse here. I said wait a second, this is what we need to adjust this because this is what this verse means to me. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's interesting how it's it works. Super interesting because I, I mean you know the the may the majority of people that are Flint Rasmussen fans. They don't know the hardships you go mm. through on a weekly basis, but you still yeah. have to. I, I've you know, said you're still just a human being that has. I think that's problems lost and, in actors, comedians, musicians. For sure, I think what people forget, and probably me too. Real life still goes on. You still got to be a dad. Yeah, you got to be a dad. Uh, I'm a divorce. I was married 22 years, mm-hmm. and. Went through a divorce for a couple of years and still every weekend I'd get on a plane and step out and be the happiest guy in the room. And you're not always the happiest guy in the room. But you better look and, like it. But sleight of hand. And yeah. if, uh, and, and I told you, I've told a lot of people this, that's when I step out in the arena, a lot of times that's the most peaceful part of my day. Hmm. Because that's where I'm supposed to be. You throw every bit of focus into what you're supposed to be doing out there and mm-hmm. You're tired at the end because you're working at it. But, yeah, and that, that isn't a pity thing. Oh, but we have bad days. But everybody does. Everybody has yeah. struggles, and you have to mm-hmm. get through them. But you're not allowed to show it. Right. You know? Uh, yeah. So I paint on my smile. So uh, <laughs> so we've been working on this song for a couple weeks. Well, for quite a while. We got together here a couple weeks ago. And we're going to, for the first, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna sing this song right we're here. We're going to do it. And this is going to be the first time it's getting recorded. This is far from finished. Just Ooh, a little yeah. disclaimer. This is going to get professionally uh, recorded. What, what's that called? Under something and overshoot? Undersell, overshoot? Yeah, something. yeah. Okay. That's what we're going to do right now. We're going to pre-qualify right now. Yes. It's this is unfinished. not finished, but 
I feel like it's coming along. I do too. Pretty yeah. well. Thanks to your son. Yeah, uh, my son Jaden helped us with some uh, talent harmonies and yeah. some third party mm-hmm. uh, advice and viewpoint. I think Terry's going to love it. Terry Richardson, he's going to also do a verse. We're going to go to Nashville and record it here eventually, when I, professionally. With, when I was in Haver, Montana, coaching track. And football, I coached a kid named Terry Richardson. Here, I'm just throwing trivia. Coached a kid named Terry Richardson. He was state champion wrestler, all-state linebacker, and I coached him pole vaulting. He was a 16-foot pole vaulter. There you go. And this guy's name is Terry Richardson. It's got to be good. It's got to be there good. There you go. It's yeah. got to be good. Well, uh, what do you say we try it, huh? Yeah. Got this guitar. Are you okay. ready for this? Are we We got a good mix? See, you get headphones. I don't get headphones. Yeah, you can't hear. No. So if I turn the speakers on, it's going to feed back. No, you're fine. I'm you just good. do you just do your thing. I got to get You know what guitar. I'm going to do? I'm going to do me. How's you do that? you. It's 2020. Flint. Okay, so are you, am I starting? I'm starting. Okay, what's the first verse? Yeah. You do the first verse. Up. Okay, and then I, I the wrote second your verse. second verse. I got it here. Okay. Let me let me get a line check with this guitar here. Okay. I think it's there. Can everybody hear the guitar? Test one, two. <laughs> Did you just ask if everyone can hear the guitar? This is a Do live. Do you get program? answers? Is that <laughs> on our on our email me <laughs> on our pre-recorded podcast? Can everybody hear me? All right, We're not live. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. All right. This is the first time ever. The song is called "Hidden Heroes." Go once more. One more progression through. Takes out his makeup, paints on a smile. Dodge the dust and the danger to please a crowd for a while. He's got a sense of humor, the way he carries on. He's a cowboy's sidekick, and he's seen it all. Nice work, man. A great start. Well, he ain't much to look at. He's got his own style. He plays hard for his money, and that makes him proud. Some folks think he's crazy. Some say he's insane. When a cowboy needs him, they'll just call his name. Some of my heroes are rodeo clowns. They're there when you need them. They'll never let you down. It ain't the fame of fortune. Don't give a damn Takes hidden heroes To make rodeo clowns The night's finally over And off comes the mask Well, the good times were many but he knows it can't last Fight after fight Can't remember the miles Broken bones and broken homes He paints back on the smile 
some of my heroes rodeo clowns said they ain't need them they'll never let you down it ain't the fame or fortune you don't give a damn Takes it and heroes to make rodeo clowns. All my hidden heroes are rodeo clowns. Yes, sir. There you go. Flint Rasmus. Good stuff. Well, that was good. Not bad. That was good. I'm happy with that. Okay. I'm happy okay. with that. That's a good run. Um, so just so everybody knows, on the choruses, that was Flint doing the harmonies. He wrote them himself. And well, I don't know if I wrote them, but I well, you worked them up. Them. Yeah. yeah, you did them. And <laughs> I think it sounded awesome. And uh, yeah, it's good. We just implemented that last one on the. Yeah, that's good I stuff. Like, you know, I do a podcast myself. I, I've only released uh, as we're talking. I've released one, Time Murray. And yep. I like it. But uh, my next one is a friend of ours, Chancey Williams. I've, cool. We've got a couple in the can with Mark Wills. I got, and when I started doing this, I think everybody thought I it was I was going to interview bull riders every week or rodeo. And but I I think, and you know this because you're doing music now. You got to do in life and on stuff like this what brings you passion. What bring you know what yes. you're passionate about. I've said this through this entire shutting the country down that the thing that people are going to suffer from is we need passion in our lives. And that's what uh, theater brings us. It's what sports bring us. It's what music and concerts bring us. We need passion to be, that's what sports brings us is we're passionate about something. And without that, we die, we shrivel up to nothing. So in my podcast thing, I'm doing what I'm passionate about music, um, some comedians, actors, uh, athletes, as well as rodeo guys mixed in. So, but that's what we need. That's what we're missing in the country when everything shuts down. And I don't know that I know with me, it was really hard on me for a couple months because the reason I'm in the entertainment business, so to speak, is we all kind of have this big hole and music brings it to you. Whatever fills this in our right here in mm -hmm. our chest, when that goes away, that's a tough thing. And you know, so I got to yeah. tell you something on that note real quick. There's a lot of, a lot of guys that I rode with in the PBR and stuff that disappeared after they retired. And uh, some of them, they had that hole that you're talking about. And the, what filled that hole for them was drugs. Yeah, it's true. There's a few of our buddies, and I don't want to name names, but they're doing good no, now. No, do. No, I'm joking. <laughs> good uh, friends and great guys, but they just, because it's, it's such a high adrenaline high, adrenaline yeah. rush to do what we do every weekend. And that sense of family there's just a hole when you quit that and if you don't do something like that it's um tough to fill a guy that surprised me and he is one of my podcasts that i've recorded but world champion hall of famer dan mortensen mm. in montana and we sat face to face and when dan retired he kind of went away and i thought man he must have been really tired of it and because you just didn't see dan he just and he's a really sharp guy yeah did well with his money Invested all of a sudden a here he has a wife and three little kids and he's my age yeah and so I asked him, I said, what do you miss about rodeo? And thinking, well, I have a family now. No, I did what I need to do. And I, without a breath, he said everything. Yeah. 
And it's an addiction. He's yeah. And he said, the reason I didn't even go to rodeos for a long time is he said, I couldn't, I missed everything about it. I had an empty place of mind, just like what you said. And now he's good. But he said, he put it a good way. I shouldn't reveal, but he said, when you're rodeoing, it's like you're caught in this tornado. Mm-hmm. And when you retire, the tornado spits you out, but the tornado keeps going. And you're just sitting watching it go away. Mm-hmm. And they just keep having those rodeos without you, and it's heartbreaking. Yeah. So. Uh, it's, it's tough, and until you've been there, you yeah. don't really appreciate it, but it, it's a tough yeah. tough hole to fill. Yeah. Well, good stuff, good stuff. Um, So your podcast available, obviously, on Accord- all podcasts. According to Flint. According to Flint. Make yeah, sure thanks. you check that out. Yeah. Got to check out the PBR. If you're not watching the PBRs every week on CBS <laughs> Sports, what's yeah. going on? What's going on with the PBR finals this year? Um, and the NFR. Pu- publicly, I have said probably what I'll tell you. We, it, we in the PBR, we're, we get reports week to week on if we can go. Well, the reason we were in Bismarck is because we couldn't go to Tulsa. Sure. And we're just looking for cities to go to. Our first three cities in this second half of the tour were supposed to be Tulsa, Houston, and Nashville. Well, now it's Bismarck, the Lazy Arena in Guthrie, and Salt Lake City outside. Uh, So we're just looking for cities. You don't know, is what you're saying. I don't know, but I do know this. I will say this without any relation to the PBR or NFR. I was in Vegas. We went and did our team PBR stuff at the South Point. I got there the day Vegas unlocked their doors to the casinos. Mm -hmm. And as far as hosting trade shows, athletic events, all that in two months. I don't think it's progressed at all. I don't think it's gone anywhere. Ah. The casinos are open, but there's nothing more going on than there was in. So the mm-hmm. Raiders just announced the loss at their new stadium that yep. it's going to be empty for their football games. That doesn't look good. I don't feel too bad for the NFL. That's for sure. Oh boy. That's another deal. That's Some another of the pro deal. sports. I don't know. I, um, uh, yeah, we outside That's the barrel, another. <laughs> not to avoid that subject, but yeah, well, definitely let's to avoid, avoid that yeah. subject outside the barrel, your show in Vegas at the NFR, any word on that? Well, if I, I heard I, they canceled Cowboy Christmas and then no, I heard they didn't. That's not true because nothing's been canceled yet because I just talked to the guy who hires me at, okay. and said, Hey, are you good to go for your show Yeah, at Cowboy Christmas? I said, so what do you know? He said, we have to plan like everything's going to happen okay. because all of a sudden, if it does, we can't be here with our thumb in our rear end. And That's what's so hard. So, it's such a monstrous event. There's so many moving parts. Mm-hmm. How do you plan for that plan. and maybe not have it? Yeah, that's right. They got a plan. You have to be ahead that way. It's easier to be ahead and get it canceled than be behind and try to catch up. But how it. much money do you put into it yeah. to maybe have it flop? I mean, yeah. how big of a hit is that? Well, and that's what um, Cheyenne... Shine Frontier Days, you know, they announced for a long time, we're going to go, we're going to go. Mm-hmm. And I kind of knew some behind the scenes, like, mm. sure. But it cost them million. It cost them a million just moving ahead, trying to have it. And they figured it cost them five by the time it was over. And then they cancel and people, oh, you chickens, blah, yeah. blah, blah. No, yeah. they're having nine nights of concerts that ultimately finance the entire rodeo but they cost 120,000 a night minimum so to do so people in places like richardson north dakota or shoto montana don't understand that yeah you don't know which artists canceled their tours you can't pile 12,000 people a night in there for concerts it 
And people say, well, I went to a team roping with 500 teams the other day. Why can't you have Cheyenne? Well, Not no even deal. the same. Yeah. So sponsors, sponsors are unsure. You know, no some of them money. are struggling there's, to. There's yeah, just so many things that it's, it's not just the disease or whatever. It's a lot of other. It all sucks. It sucks. It all that. sucks. We'll get through it. Um, yeah. I sure hope we can play this. Hope song everybody in gets Vegas through. Somewhere. Yeah, me too. So, Wouldn't that uh, be fun? Where you're, because you've sung on my show. Wouldn't mm-hmm. it be fun to have that extra mic stand up there? And thing, right? It would. Let's yeah. do it. Okay. Um, yeah. Outside the Barrel, live at the convention center. Yeah. And also on RFD TV. Mm-hmm. Right? Or, or Cowboy, Cowboy Channel. Channel. It'll be on or Cowboy whatever. Something, yeah. Maybe so I hope it all happens. Yeah. Yeah. Just got to stay tuned. I mean, people people are looking for. I haven't dry cleaned my sport coats, I'll tell you that. Right? That's <laughs> you got a little time. Yeah. yeah, I got a little time. It's not so. like you did work in them anyways. You're just standing on a stage. That's all I'm doing. It's easy. All you can do is walk up there for an hour and fill an hour of TV. What's so hard about that? Right, right. right. There's no and preparation at the end you go, goes in. Oh, <sighs> nap time. It yeah. is. People don't realize how strange. Even, even this podcast, you'd think doing one podcast a week for an hour would be easy. But to keep generating new content and just yeah, to, I mean, it's there, hard. There's something, and I I say this as a positive because I like it, but there's something about being on, on air, on stage, in an arena. Yeah, yeah. I think people, we still to this day associate hard work with physical, are you sore at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. And that's not, I'd almost rather be physically tired than emotionally tired. Me too. You know? Me too. I, and I yeah. do physical work every day on the ranch too. Well, that's obvious. But I mean, yeah. you and your medium <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> they do sell men's t-shirt. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Uh, but yeah, it is. It's a, it's a different type of drain yeah. when you have to, when you have to do something, when the pressure's on you to, mm. to provide that. In the but it's fun. Stream. It's why we do it. The challenge is great, and yeah, the rewards when, are great. When you see the people of Bismarck, and a few weeks ago, Sioux Falls. Bismarck had really good energy, though. That did. Civic Center's good. Oh, crowd is and, into um, it. Because when you see the joy, and I've had a lot of people message me, social media, thank you to the PBR and you for what you're doing. We've needed joy. I've been doing a Facebook Live thing once a week yep. since March, and I get a lot of thanks for the joy you bring us because this has been so depressing. So that's when you realize that's why, that's sure. why we do it. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, what else do we need to plug Flint Rasmussen on social media? Yeah. According to Flint, that's my new podcast. Follow me Facebook. I have a fan public figure page and yeah. Instagram and Twitter. So at, we like to, I, I'm not a big, I don't throw something out there twice a day, post to my story, but usually I, anything I put out is pretty meaningful to me. A lot of stuff with my kids or what means Burger something King. to me. <laughs> the Burger Video King about debacle. Burger King. Oh my God. What a, what yeah, a, I, there's another subject to avoid, I, and I, I think right now. And I'm strong. I, I try to, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a fan. I try to keep political views a little to myself, but you can probably sense where I go. But if I post a video expressing an opinion, like I did with the Burger King it got shared a lot, was out there a lot. You know, you feel pretty strongly about it. There's been a trait. Yeah. I, don't, I don't lose it easily, but I have a little switch right back here. Yeah. And when it goes. So yeah. you, and you have to kind of stay a little neutral. You can't really it, take big sides. No, I I, you know, in the arena and even on social media, we have, if you're a fan, you're a fan. And you don't want to drive people away. I'm, though, I'm not going to tick you off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we appreciate you. And, so, but sometimes yeah. you got to stand up for your values. Yeah, and you sometimes know? people are idiots. What do so, you yeah. think of this? Um, okay. As far as being neutral, you know, right now, and I'm not going to say a particular political party, but there is one political party that 
supports groups that want to shut us down. You know, that, yeah. sh- that support animal rights groups, radical mm-hmm. groups, uh, groups that want to shut down animal agriculture. So how do it's, we not kind of stand up? Well, that you know? uh, that uh, associates directly with our livelihoods. Yeah. So I will express opinion there. And I've said a lot. A lot of the animal rights extremists are a different ideology that we will never win the argument with them because mm-hmm. they don't want us to own animals, use animals, eat animals, any of it. Yep. So can we win that argument? Maybe not with them, but we can We can get ahead of it with the other people. With people that have some common and, sense. Or... Yeah, and money talks and the reality, you know, money is powerful, money talks, and the reality is it takes a very few people to get on media because media wants the sensationalist story. Radical drama. So, you know, I've been to New York City where there's 16,000 people inside at the PBR, 20 people out on the sidewalk protesting the fact we're using animals Mm -hmm. and they get the news coverage. Of course. And that happens more than any of us know. Thanks media. Yeah. Thanks CNN. Thanks. Yeah, it's crazy and it's tough to do, but yeah, the the time in my viewpoint, the time for being complacent and letting things go is kind of past. We have to stand up for our, for our sport, for our livelihood and stuff. That's right. And cool, that's man. our livelihood. That there are things now that have been called politics that aren't politics. Yeah, it's a little bit more. Um, I believe that with, um, you know, when you you have people that are really scared of this virus, and some people that won't wear masks and don't care, and people call that politics. That's ideology. Sure. That's not politics. Ideology determines our politics a lot, but we all have an ideology in us. You and I grew up. We're si- I'm looking out the window at a big draw full of cottonwood trees in North Dakota. And it's, this is how I grew up too. I love it. I'm relaxed out here. So are you. We grew up running in these hills, falling down, skinning our knees and breaking our arms. So we kind of grew up in a culture of, we're really not scared of a lot. And something like this isn't going to affect us where there's another part of all our culture that they live scared of. I don't want to be sick. I don't want to, it's not politics. It's just, just the way it is. Just the way we grew up. The way they yeah. were raised. Yeah, I yeah. suppose. So it's not their fault, but <laughs> Hmm. but we're right no i'm sorry. that's right uh thanks well, uh, I, thanks for having me out to your place God, what an honor thanks, thanks man. for letting me park my car at the cenex in richardson and coming yep, and yep. getting me yep. your place yeah. is cool anything yeah. man i appreciate it um well when when once we get the song recorded we will just stay tuned for for the song is called hidden heroes that's right you might think it's my heroes are rodeo clowns but it's hidden heroes because yeah. They're kind of hidden, but they deserve yeah, a, lot, that's a right. lot of credit. I'm excited about it. And thank you for joining me on that. Always. Anytime. Well, I mean, anytime I'm in western North Dakota. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, if I get out to Billings again. Yeah. There you okay, go. well, everybody, thanks so much. Flint, thanks again. Keep an eye out for us, and uh, we'll see you soon. Stay cool. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Rodeo Rock Radio. Please check out Breaking8.com, all the music you hear in and out of this podcast from the band Breaking8. That's my band. Please check us out. Baker, Montana, Fallon County Fair, August 15th. If you're catching this before then, come see us. Peace out.